Hello again, fellow wrestling fans. It's your boy, Matt Granberry, coming at you with another illustrious edition of the Regular Guy Wrestle Talk. I uh, apologize for the audio. I'm actually parked on the side of the road in my work truck right now recording this episode and there are cars going by. So again, I apologize, but I'm real busy at work and this is pretty much the only time that I'm going to have to record a new episode, which I really wanted to do because there was a couple of things going on that I really wanted to touch base on with y'all and discuss and everything. First things first, uh, I did put out a tweet that was asking for questions uh, so I can do like a Q&A show. I got one response, not bitter about this or anything, so I'm going to answer the one question and we're just going to move on. Uh, the one question comes from my good, good friend, Fred, uh, at Comics Fred on Twitter. Uh, he's part of the Indie Alley podcast, a great podcast discussing independent wrestling and independent comic book creators and stories and titles. Uh, if you're a fan of all that, just give them a listen. Uh, they're on Spotify. They're on Google. They're, they're on uh, iTunes. They're on CastBox. They're pretty much everywhere uh, that podcasts are are played right now but it's a great great podcast but anyway his question was if i were to start a promotion what are five wrestlers that i would have to start the promotion with great question fred thank you so much um really this kind of incorporates the five spots in wrestling uh you got a main event person uh tag team there's two spots you gotta hit up a women's division and then you got somebody that you need to build well my main event guy first and foremost the guy that at my first event that i'm going to put the strap on my big belt i would go with killer cross i love killer cross I love his promos. I love his in-ring action. He's captivating. He's entertaining. And plus, he could just be a dominant champion. People love him, even though he kind of plays a heel character. But, again, people love him. So, yeah, that would be my main event guy. My next two spots are going to go to my tag team. Now, I need a tag team that is entertaining, that can captivate an audience, that can give great matches over and over again, and can work with multiple teams. So, I would have to go with Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., the Lucha Brothers. They've proven they can work with anybody. They're entertaining. They're captivating. So, would they be my tag team champions? Hmm, maybe maybe we'll just have to see so there's three down number four that would be my head of the women's division now this person i had to think about this because there's just a whole plethora of talented female wrestlers out there and i thought okay maybe tessa blanchard maybe charlotte flair you know maybe shanna baszler maybe maybe just chris statlander but i finally decided to go with Io Shirai because she's getting momentum right now in NXT and she's really, really putting on really good matches. And plus, I just think it's time for her to be the face of the division. 
in some people's minds, she already is. So yeah, Io Shirai would be the top of my women's division. For the final spot would be the guy that I'm going to build up. The guy that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off in the mid-card, let him stew around there, maybe mid, win my mid-card title, then I'm going to get some momentum. Then I'm going to give him a little push. And I'm just going to let him push and push until he's the main event guy. And for that, that spot goes to the limitless one, Keith Lee. I love Keith Lee. You've heard me say it so many times on this show. I love agile big guys. And he is just about the most agile big guy out there today. I love his matches. I love his personality. I, I just... You know, there's nothing to not like about Keith Lee. So Keith Lee is who I would start out in the mid-card, let him rule that for a little bit, and then push him to the main event. Thank you so much, Fred. Thank you for the question. Now moving on to other issues that I saw uh, this past week. The thing that happened at Worlds Collide with Bobby Fish and Alexander Wolf. Look... Accidents happen. It's unfortunate. But if you're going to be an athlete in a full contact professional sport, like professional wrestling, or football, or basketball, or baseball, or hockey, or any full contact sport, unfortunately, accidents are going to happen. These men and women know what they're going to get into. They practice, they train for hours and hours on end to make it as safe as possible. And again, unfortunately, it, it stuff happens. We don't like it when it happens. We, we want these guys and gals to be as healthy as they can be. But unfortunately, you, know, you can train as much as you want and you can make matches as safe as you want. Unfortunately, stuff does happen. And I'm sure Bobby Fish, if he's any kind of professional, which I believe that he is, I'm sure he was one of the first people, if not the first person, to check on Alexander Wolf in the back. Now, Wolf is okay. He's fine. But again, I'm sure Fish felt horrible about it. And, you know, I'm sure he'll work on that move. And make sure that it doesn't happen again. But, you know, Wolf, you, you didn't hear Wolf complaining about it. Again, they know what they're getting into. This ain't ballet. This is a full contact sport. So, you know, people saying that, you know, you know, getting on Bobby Fish. Okay. Yes, Bobby Fish maybe needs to go back, do some more training. On that move, so it doesn't happen again. But if it does happen again, don't shit on him. Don't don't just jump on him. I know we jumped on Brie Bella a couple years ago for what she did to Liv Morgan. Same thing. She she needed you know she needed to go back, and I'm sure she you know was there with at Liv's side checking on her. So we just need we need to you know give him a little grace and just let him you know do their thing and and let them be professionals and you know if they go back and train with it okay fine now moving on to what happened at the Royal Rumble the entire show was very good I liked it but a couple things did stand out 
number one, the Raw Women's Championship match. I really think Becky Lynch should have dropped the belt to Asuka. This could have set up Asuka versus Charlotte Flair 2 at WrestleMania. I think that would have been a better story. This is just my opinion, though. I'm not trying to downplay on everybody's opinion. But I would love to have seen like Ronda Rousey come back, cost Lynch the title, and then her and Lynch face each other at WrestleMania while Flair and Asuka are having another classic for the Raw Women's title. As of yet, I don't know who Flair is going to choose to face, but I'm sure it'll be entertaining. I just wish they kind of would have played with that storyline a little bit. But who knows? Still, WrestleMania ain't till April. Still plenty of time. Then we saw uh, the first great, you know, markout moment of 2020. Now, Naito winning the two belts at Wrestle Kingdom, that was a great moment. It was a markout moment. But this was just oh, the oh my god moment. Edge returns. He looks great. He looks, ex- I mean, the look on his face, this, uh, if you're a fan of professional wrestling and you weren't crying, I was crying. I've seen so many reaction videos, people filming themselves, watching the Royal Rumble, and his music hits, and they're just like, (gasps) and they're crying, grown men crying, and it's just, it was a great moment, it was a wonderful moment, I'm so happy Edge is back, looks like it's going to be him and Randy Orton at WrestleMania, or at least maybe at the next pay-per-view, I'm sure they'll save it to WrestleMania, you know, and this is a great match because, you know, I've always, they, I think they have faced each other before back in the early 2000s and they put on great matches all the time. Obviously, Edge has been due diligent in his recovery from neck surgery. He's been taking, he's been very careful. He's been you know, I'm sure the doctors and, you know, Vince McMahon is like, okay, you know, if you're, if everything's okay, all right. But, you know, I'm sure it'll be just a great, great match between him and Orton. Maybe Edge's final match. Maybe he just wanted to come back for one final match. Who knows? Maybe he wants to make another title run. Who knows? We'll just have to see. I'm just glad he's back. And I'm glad he's healthy. And I'm glad he's going to be enjoying I'm glad he's going to be enjoying, you know, his return. And then, I, I, I don't know if this podcast ever got to Vince McMahon's eardrums, but I have said before that Drew McIntyre needed to be champion come 2020, sometime during this year. Well, guess who won the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen? Drew freaking McIntyre. And what I want to happen for this story... It's just a straight, head-on, one-on-one matchup. Him versus Brock. No shenanigans. No Drew puts up his spot. No third person comes in, makes a triple threat match. None of that stuff. No, no, no. I want Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship in the main event at WrestleMania. That's what it should be. Drew McIntyre is ready. 
I said that on this show at the beginning of this of January. He's ready. He's ready for the main event. He's ready to be the WWE champion. And here's his shot. He's going to take it, and I think Drew McIntyre is going to become WWE champion at WrestleMania. If Brock Lesnar retains, I'm going to be upset, yes. But I also understand why. Because Brock is a good draw. Great draw, in fact. But Drew McIntyre needs to be champion. I want this so bad. I know a lot of people do. He deserves it. He has... You know, he came to WWE, he went away, got better, came back, and just has been a great asset from the get-go. This is going to be a great matchup. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to, you know, see what happens because it's going to be big boy versus big boy. This ain't going to be, you know, no hold-for-hold hold match. This is going to be a brawl. This is going to be who's going to beat each other up more. So I am very, very excited. And like I said, hashtag Drew for Champion 2020. I can feel it. I just, I got to believe it's going to happen. Well, anyway, that's all I got for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all the support we get. Thank you to the fellow DYWTV TSB crew, Mort, Pops, Queen, all the beef crew. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. Thank you to Synergy Wrestling for being a great partner. Thank you to Power Slam TV for being such a great sponsor. We love you guys. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, be kind to one another and support each other in our mutual love of pro wrestling. We'll see you next time. Bye.